Nigeria has been facing serious security challenges for more than a decade now. Each of the six geopolitical zones is faced with some sort of security challenge most peculiar to its own territory. In a previous episode of The Bearing, we spoke about the rise in the cases of kidnapping and banditry across the country and how it's beginning to look like a lucrative business. While in this episode, which is a sequel to episode 3, we'll be looking at possible solutions as given by security analysts and experts to curb that menace of kidnapping and banditry across the country. My name is Lilian Ogazi, and you are welcome to The Bearing. Insecurity has grounded the economy of the country. Structures built to serve as schools and higher institutions of learning have become internally displaced persons' camps. Lands that used to be farms are now semi-forest. Hundreds of villages have become history, and above all, lots of Nigerians have lost their lives in just a short while. Digging deep as to why the fight against insecurity is failing in Nigeria, the Bearing crew had a chat with Dr. Abdullahi Mohamed Jabi, who is the Secretary General of the International Institute of Professional Security. He gave us an insight into why there is a continued case of kidnapping and insecurity generally across the country. Let's listen to him. The peculiarity of this problem has to do, essentially, with systemic corruptions, bad governance, bad leadership in corridor of authorities, and the, the cumulative effect is what we are reaping today. This issue has been piling over two, three decades ago. It's just you know, busting into a very large challenges that Nigeria has to contend with. And unfortunately, good numbers of our professionals who have the training as it were in the past were retired for political reasons in the forces, and today the ones that are there, either they are shortage of training and capacity building, or we lack the equipment as because over the years, since the issue of uh, military junta taking over political space has been stopped in the last 22 years, they have not been able to recapitalize their equipment and manpower. And this is accounted greatly to the failure you are seeing in coping with these challenges as a result of intelligent failure, as a result of incapability of equipment and manpower to manage the strength of the Nigerian armed forces today could not in any way match the level of the catastrophic security challenges we're having today. So something must be done urgently. In the same vein, Austin Peacemaker, who is also a security analyst, shared his own opinion as to why kidnapping, banditry and insecurity in general have persisted. Let's hear what Peacemaker has to say. The fight against insecurity in Nigeria has proven so difficult over time because of so many reasons and many variables and challenges. Uh, well, we have the political interference. We have mixture of, uh, of people with different political affiliation, a particular party is in power, or a particular uh, group, of, part, uh, group of people are in government and other group of people are not in government and people de- tend to sabotage efforts uh, we have uh, even even crimes and all kind of uh, crises that we see today have a political undertone we have people who are sponsoring these people where people are sponsoring crime just to undermine the state and undermine the policies of people in government we have people that are who are, who are who are in government who are supposed to bring about working policies to ensure that this crisis in our hand is where tackled because every conf- conflict is a part of conflict is part of society every developing society have conflict but it's how you go about to resolve this conflict that is key those who fund crime should be brought to justice the government have power 
they have the mechanism to get to the root to see that they fish out all those whose person crime, irrespective of the political way, irrespective of the political affiliation, irrespective of what you belong to, where you belong to, who you are affiliated to, or who you are connected to, they should be persecuted because life has been lost. There is need for those people to face the music. So government needs to act on that and ensure they go after those people whose person crime in our country. You're listening to The Bearing. We'll be going on a quick break. When we return, the conversation continues. Do not go anywhere. You're welcome back. Still on the conversation on kidnapping, banditry and insecurity, the Bearing crew went to the street and had a chat with Nigerians on the issue. They shared their opinion as to why insecurity has persisted over time and how they feel about it and also the way forward. Here are the voices of Nigerians on the street. Well, my opinion is that I think they are not even doing anything at all. Because uh, who are these people doing the kidnapping? It's just a set of people compared to who we have in the country. Is it the military, the Air Force? We have so many forces that could tackle that. Is it the Air Force, police, MOPO, or the Army? So who are these people that we are talking about that they cannot take care of them? So I think nothing has been done at all. The government has so many ways, you understand? You see, uh, let, me, let, me, let me digress a little. If you go out of this country, they have, they have a base. They have a scientist base where issues like this can be looked at from a particular point. We don't have such base here in this country. That should be given priority. We don't have scientists here that do that. You know, we have drums. But what are the essence of the drums? What are they doing? I want to tell you they are not doing anything. Now, my own opinion, what we can use to curtail this. You understand? Uh, I want to believe the, 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 the insecurity chamber, uh, more like the, the, the forces that are in charge, are well funded. Because if they are not funded, because there's a location for fund, for, for insecurity. If they are not funded, that should have been their complaint. Since they are not complaining, it means they are well funded. Are you with me? It means they are well funded. So if they are well funded, it definitely means the fund is not being used well. Now, for instance, from Abuja to Kaduna, it's just about 200 kilometers. What does it take to position people at one kilometer from an eye view that from this point to this point, I'm seeing this person, this person is seeing me. Nothing like that is being done. I think it's because uh, the government is not serious. They are not serious. If they are serious, they know what to do. The way forward is to empower the youth. Look around here, just cross over to this side. You see more than 1,000 people just sleeping. Nothing, they're doing nothing. How could we live? How could we continue to live like this? That you have the whole youth, nobody's thinking about them. You have the imagery, so many of them out there. Nothing is happening, nothing has been done. Now, the time bomb that is coming up is worse than what we are experiencing presently. We have agriculture, nobody's thinking about that. Nobody's thinking about how to remove these boys from here. I just came out from uh, ShopRite Aziz, and you see the number of people that are picking garbage on the road. I weep for this nation. Who is thinking about these children? A lot of us have been able to survive because of where we're coming from. But how are these one going to survive? With, when you compare where we are coming from and where we are going to, you know that the future is blink. We should try our best. We are individual, not only government. We know that government can do better. But as we individual, we can help. We can help out by watching out for our neighbors, friends, and where we shall see you no. Know, when you stay in the, in the compound on the yard, 
you can see some movement when you see a movement that is not supposed to you know you can alert police people or anybody that is charging the security this thing it's not only the the government can do something we as a person we can we will do our best the government do their best and god will help us according to rona Milnarik, if the challenge exists so must the solution the security situation looking so difficult to address must definitely have a way out and a way forward let's listen to our security analyst as a proffer a way forward first dr jabi and then mr peacemaker the government of president Mahmoud Bari is responding simultaneously to us addressing these challenges but they need to do more and to do this all hands must be on deck to achieve the objective of curbing criminalities of curbing injustice as it were the issue of injustice needs to be addressed the issue of joblessness needs to be addressed this is when we'll be able to get it right outside all these variables i've mentioned we are going into hell situation as it were we have the necessary required training but we are not matching equipments infrastructure with human resources infrastructure manpower infrastructure there's a good gap gap between the two and the two has to go hand in hand by the pursuit. In this case, over the years, there have been decay of infrastructure in the armed forces. And there was no deliberate effort to recapitalize them. And there was no training specifically on international scale to factor what is happening in other parts of the climb into our own security architecture and get prepared for eventualities in case it emerges here. We need to recapitalize equipment and the armor of Nigeria Army and the armed forces in general. We need to match manpower requirements in tandem with equipment so that we'll be able to face the enemy of state as it were. We must do massive recruitment and the recruitment must start from members of Nigerian youth who are currently on mandatory National Youth Service Corps. That skips be updated to two years. One year military training compulsory and they are employed into the armed forces. Uh, bodies. What we have here today, it is international influence in domestic terrorism in Nigeria. That is what we are contending with. Until we come to agree that we are ready to police this state called Nigeria. But the number of the armed forces we have today cannot match, and I repeat, cannot match the forces of the enemy of, of states that are already in the country enveloping us with their negative tendencies. The increased rate of kidnapping and banditry across every part of Nigeria is something that is alarming. It's something that uh, is troublesome to everybody because people are no longer safe. People, everybody is careful of where they go to. People are no longer safe to go about their daily business or to travel on our highways and all. I suggest that to put an end to this, the government need to address factors that give rise to insecurity. There's increased hunger in the land. We know how, we know the genesis of all this. There have always been crime in, in the country, but not at this peak. We know the genesis of this. There was community. There was lockdown. People, businesses were put to a hold. Uh, people lost their job. And a lot of people not even employed in the first place. There was a time it was metamorphosed into people attacking security in security buildings, attacking government vehicles. They're attacking government institutions, just like the correctional services, the prison. Weapons were taken from stations. Now, there are not so much light weapons in the hands 
of citizens of civilian people who are not authorized to hold weapon and when people are not authorized to have to hold weapon they have so much weapons flying here and there crime is the thing you see next so people want to survive and they have a, they have a gun in their hand so people will tend to do anything to make sure they make money and that's what we're seeing today so let's look at the genesis of all this and let's address this they should solve the issues that give rise to hunger that is one then Thank God recently that the, the presidency have set up a committee to mop out light weapons from, from unauthorized people and all. They, fine, this should be well enhanced, you know, this effort should be consolidated. They should ensure that an operation is declared to retrieve and mop out weapons, illegal weapons flying here and there in the hands of people who have no business to have weapons. Nigeria don't have that law. When we mop out all these weapons and light weapons from the hands of unauthorized people, we have, then we are addressing the issue of kidnapping and banditry. But most importantly, the government have the mechanism and the power to fight any crime, to confront any element who take arms against the state. Government have the power, they have the constitutional right, and they have the manpower, and they have everything within their borders to address that. Kidnapping has caused disorder in societies today, especially in Nigeria. Citizens live in constant fear, wondering who's next on the kidnap list. It is a global problem with many root causes, including unemployment, poverty, religion, and politics. Each of these root causes must be evaluated and addressed in order to eliminate this terrible scourge once and for all. God bless Nigeria. With this, we've come to the end of this episode of The Bearing. Thank you so much for listening. The Bearing is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com and on bossprout.com. You can also listen in on Spotify and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comments or suggestions of topics you would like us to talk about, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. You could also send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. That is 0913-893-3390. You could also reach me on Instagram and Twitter at Lilian underscore Ogazi and on Facebook at Lilian Ogazi. Bye for now.